Hello and welcome to the smallest pocket game in town. Hi, I'm Valerio and I'm joined by Ring. Hi Valerio. Hi Ring. <laughs> so, what is the topic today? Well, we thought we would cover something that happened last Friday at our game. We normally have five or six players, sometimes even as many as eight, and we're quite used to having games of that size. But a, cir- a number of circumstances came together which meant that we had some people on holiday we had somebody ill and we got notice pretty much the day before that we would only have three players so that was Valerio and me and one of our uh, usual regular players and so I rang people up to ask what do they want to do do they want to we could cancel and just have the week off or we could play a three-handed cash game all evening which I think that although that might have been fun <laughs> we know that could be very exhausting playing at that intensity so I came up with an idea that we would have an evening of small tournaments with three-handed and then play some cash so I found a little app called uh, blinds are up on on my phone which is a little very useful free app that allows you to set up tournaments we weren't quite sure what the blind structure should be we didn't want it to last too long and we'll talk a little bit about our adjustments after we, we tell you about our experiences what did you think about the evening you know in Valerio what, what how did you view it I think it was a uh good because I didn't like to I, I really like to play on Friday just to give a continuity to the game so although I really was a little bit afraid about the cash game I, did, I really didn't like because how useful I was thinking in advance how useful can it be for our preparation to Vegas or my game because usually you play cash game from six upward, sometimes five, okay, but never three. And when I'm online also, when there are three people, I just, okay, it's not interesting. I just change table. So I was not really keen to play a game like this, I have to say. But I was more interested in the tournament. And I have to say, at the end, also the cash game, was uh, was interesting because I learned a lot of things because it pr- put you more pressure in the way you play. Sometimes you have to be a little bit trickier. And so uh, you have to be trickier in the three games because the blinds are going fast and furious. Then you are passive. You are going to lose a lot of blinds. It's no good. I mean, we are quite a fast... You know, the three of us who are playing are very fluent in dealing and shuffling and, and the games, the hands go very quickly. I think the interesting thing you say about the tournament is, although it was only three, a three-handed tournament, it we were t- sort of simulating the idea of being in a bigger tournament and getting down to the last three where the big prize is really for winning it. So we, we did it that the winner took everything but the stakes were very small and we were experimenting a bit I think that was the thing it was an experiment yeah I think it was very good and I I really like to do it more when we are three why don't we do more because it's a good practice and uh, it's a life game as well we got something similar when you play online with the spin go stuff with three 
But this one is was probably a little bit too slow our game because at the end there was the first to be eliminated. It was like waiting, not too much, but we had just three games and watching the game. I think it was it's quite boring at the end. Yeah, well, the per- we we had we played two tournaments and the first. Uh, person to get eliminated took on dealing duties didn't they so mm. they had to deal and in the case of the first tournament you got eliminated quite early on and the stacks were still reasonably deep so you found yourself dealing quite a lot and I suppose on average what do you think the tournaments lasted about 45 minutes something yeah like that? I think I was 25 30 minutes dealing cards yeah and then it's quite uh, and that's always been my, in our home game, we've had some players who like to play tournaments and have asked me, couldn't we start the game with a, the evening with a tournament? And I think if you're only playing like we do from like a three hour period, if you start the game with a, a the, the evening with a tournament, some people are just not going to get many hands in. They're going to get eliminated early and then they're going to get a bit bored. And I, I think, the idea of a cash game is everybody's playing all the time. So I, I, I think if we were doing it again, I think we would tweak the settings so that maybe try to get it to last no more than about 30 minutes yeah, rather than I was 45. thinking the same, 30 minutes, fast and furious, maybe 25 minutes. Yeah, and we could probably... Just to, to get... Yeah, and and we can get more tournaments. Just, okay, finish. And then yeah. you get a four or five. Yeah. If it's half an hour, we can have in two hours, uh, four. I think it's that good. would be... The, the and then one hour is going to be cash game. Yeah, because we said after we would have exactly one hour of playing cash because that way we can give it our all, we can focus on it. It's going to be fast. It's going to be a high-variance cash game. What, what, what thoughts did you have about playing the tournaments? I mean, I've, I've played a lot of tournaments live and online and enjoy them i think they give you a totally different experience to playing cash but you come to it with some tournament experience but mainly a, a cash game player yeah i've been playing a lot of tournaments tournaments in the in the past online and i really like them the only thing is, is that they last too too much it's too long and uh, I cannot plan the day because I don't know when I'm going to finish. That's the only reason why I'm not playing now. But I think for me, I'm more profitable in general tournaments because you you got to meet a lot of really weak players, especially at, at, at this level. You play tournaments with one pound, two pounds, three pounds. That that is easy. You, it's easy. You going to take a price because a lot of people are hyper aggressive at the beginning when the stack are very deep what's the point then you wait for those people to get out if the table get tight then you can play a little bit poker until your stack get not deep enough so I, I, I know a little bit of strategy I, I, I like the tournaments it's just the only reason is that they last too long. Playing spin and go, it looks like more gambling things. Then uh, what's the point doing this? Because you really, but also spin and go, I see a lot of people are too aggressive at the beginning. Just they, they you end up uh, heads up very quickly because someone is too aggressive with the sec- no, no premium hands. You no, know? 
So I, I like I like tournaments and I really enjoyed the session we had last Friday. And I think you, you showed that you play a lot of tournaments. You played it correctly compared to me and the other, the other player. You were, I could see you, you, you knew what to do. I didn't, so I didn't start very well because I had the hand. I thought I could go in, but was, but I was thinking still too much to the mechanic of the game. I realized, okay, the strategy is that one. Then I think the second game I played correctly. Just sometimes the cards in, in the three ways, the last three players in the tournaments, a lot of is to do with luck because you have to be aggressive. You are not aggressive, you are going to be drained out very quickly. So you, 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 you have to take your chances. And this is more important to play solid passively because you you are going to lose the game. You are, you play like that. Yeah, you can't sort of you have to you you can't play like a cash game with yeah. where, where there's infinite time. And we had the blinds going up every ten minutes, and very quickly you're getting down to stack sizes of around ten to fifteen big blinds, and you 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 simply have to almost certainly go all in or, or fold those hands I mean in the first tournament uh, you got knocked out quite early on and I had a, you know I doubled my chip stack I had a big chip lead over my opponent and he didn't react by he was playing too passively and folding quite a lot but that's he hasn't played a lot of tournaments, and, yeah, and that's he thing. doesn't play. Tournaments, and you, I think yeah. you have to have a sort of "I don't care" attitude in tournaments yeah. a bit. Once it gets big, you accept that you're going to get lucky or unlucky, but you, you you can't care too much. Yeah, I think also this "I don't care" because we play also the cash game was three. The blinds were rotating very fast, and he should have also this kind of attitude. He never. Three way because as you go to all your you're going to lose money with your blinds. You can you know just fold waiting for your cards, premium cards or good cards to start because as say you're going to lose all your chips. You can afford. Yeah, for, for. I mean moving on to the cash game, we we set our blind structure up as we normally do. One in one in the small blind, two in the big blind. And we all started with 200 chips, so we had 100 big blinds. So we didn't change anything, and it was a £10 buy-in, just as we've always done. And initially, I kind of said to myself, oh, okay, so this is like everyone folds to me on the button when I'm on the button, and there's only the blinds to beat. And that's true in a way, but the thing about it is the blinds come round ever so quickly. And if you're compared to playing in a six- or seven-handed game where you you get a few hands where you probably fold, but you're not paying any blinds. Here, two out of three hands, you have to play, pay the blinds. So I think I started to adjust my game as we were playing because I realised that, you know, I'm going to get blinded away if I play ultra tight and play how I normally do. And I'm normally quite snug in the blinds. I, I'm quite happy to fold to raises and so on. But I began to maybe calling a little bit more in the big blind or even three betting in, in the blinds just to try and, and sort of level the playing field. Otherwise, you do find yourself getting slowly eroded. 
Yeah, I think uh, I think what uh, I didn't do that game, I didn't adapt, and I, I could see the consequences of that because I was the loser in the night. I lost quite, not huge, but mm. quite big compared to. Um, I lost half my stack, and that's quite big for our game, especially considering we played just one hour. Yeah, I think the other thing you have to say, a bit like, your, like the tournaments, is we could have played on for another hour and you might have been the big winner. I mean, the variance is high, isn't it? You know, you get a couple of big hands and that can just determine the outcome when you only play an hour. And in that hour, we probably played, I don't know, at least 40, 45 hands. We were quick. I know we were quick. Yeah. But even so, it's only 40, 45 hands. And if somebody has got gets a little bit of luck and is matched up against somebody who who hasn't uh is got the second best hand that might just determine the, the entire outcome of it so i think there were some similarities between the two games because we were in three they both were fast and furious it required a lot of focus concentration to play at the right time be aggressive be passive was not paying off, especially in the tournament. I think the other play was playing a little bit more passive in the cash game, but was a little bit trickier. So also to be a little bit tricky when you are three is important because you are going to be involved in a lot of hands. We are three. Then at least one third of the hands you are going to be involved. You have to be involved. You cannot fold 10 hands and play just one, one hand. As uh, you blind say, I, I go to be eroded, and it's, it's no good. Good, it's no good strategy. And the other point I think is that you're going to play a lot of hands against the same opponent. When we play six or seven-handed, yeah, there are some people who seem to be almost in every hand, and you play against them. But I think a unique situation with three is that you know I played a lot more hands with you than I normally do in a cash in a, our regular cash game. So you have to become less predictable because that person knows your game. Yeah, they probably know your game quite well before you start playing. If you don't change or adapt, then and keep them guessing. And that's the reason why it can be dangerous because you start to play speculative hand. You start bluffing a little bit more and then you risk to, to go. Imagine that hand you were bluffing with almost nothing and I had a, a big set then you you were just putting a lot you you went uh, we, almost half stack was there at the point you were bluffing with with nothing I didn't have anything I thought but imagine I had a, something to call you because I knew that you were a little bit too aggressive that you couldn't have it because okay I fall now I fall but if I had something then I call you and then you have to bluff at the end okay I got the last one and the chips what I do what I do all in I got the set you risk all your chips but you have to do like this because as uh, if you are passive it's not good then I, I do my continuation but you don't have anything you fold you fold all the time then you lose your blinds plus the bet pre-flop then yeah, I was looking it. for situations in which I could. Or you, I mean, you were on my left, so uh, you were off, you were in the, the 
on the button dealing and I was in the big blind. So you were raising quite a bit because you should be raising quite a bit on the button and I'm defending my big blind quite a bit. So I'm in a situation where I've got to go first against you. So I rather, I'm not a big fan of leading out or donking out. So I have to come up with some other ways of combating you. And I, I, I started messing around with um, or playing around with check raising. And I, I had, I think that was quite successful because I didn't check raise with complete air. I mean, I would have backdoor draws, maybe a backdoor flush, backdoor straight draw. You, you think, you think it was. Uh, uh, I had plenty of air, but I thought I had some equity if you called me. But it, that worked out well. But you're right. The point about three-handed is the variance is high. I mean, if it blew up in my face, I would have been the big loser on the night and you would have been the big winner. Yeah, we, next time we're doing this, then you start doing like that. I start also for betting you. Then very quickly we are committed to stack. Then we fill up again and another stack. In one hour we can lose like a, a, lot, a, a lot of buy-ins, you know. Then it's, it's hard. It's, you need a lot of focus, concentration, playing, play tricky so it's challenging is it, there is a little more gambling because you can wait you can maneuver like in a, a, a bigger game i think maybe there were two other factors involved one is i had won both the little tournaments so i had a little bit of profit to play with there and maybe that was behind it the other thing is i had i'd had a drink as well <laughs> so maybe i was a little bit looser when i because i'd had a had a, a beer <laughs> Yeah, when you drink, I noticed that. I remember a night when we were drinking. We were playing in my place. You were drinking quite a lot. Uh, I was putting your wine, and that was one of the, your pro- most profitable nights. You just were uh, inspired. <laughs> I don't know. You, I don't know. I just destroying people. Yeah, they, you, they, just, I, you were bluffing. <laughs> you were uh, racing. You were uh, everybody was. Uh, people are calling you when you had the monster. People are folding when you didn't have anything. It just everything was working. I don't know how it. But, I, yeah. but I, we don't Maybe that. when when you drink, you are more relaxed. Sometimes you're too rigid, and then you play more rigid. Is not recommending you drink before playing, but maybe it's a clue to say that you had when you play poker you had to put a little bit you had to be more relaxed and play with more with fantasy creativity than just be rigid and play predictably i think playing in a like a seven or eight handed game where you're not actually going to play that many hands you can just you can you can be fairly sort of careful throughout the whole evening and i i know that there will be there will be a moment, hopefully, when I can win some chips, make a win a big pot. But three-handed, both in the tournament and in the cash game, you have to be totally on it the whole time, totally focused. You can't tune out at all. It's a bit like playing blitz chess, isn't it? Yeah, you, yeah. You, 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 you are playing five-minute chess. Yeah. You, you have to be. You cannot zone out for a couple of moves you know you're either run out of time or you're blunder you have to be totally on it and i think if uh, you if you stay like five rounds relaxing you lose 10 big blinds it just it's, it's too much you cannot just fold for fold, fold all the time you to play it's so great. i mean we i think 
we will do it again if we do find ourselves with only three-handed we'll make those adapt you know adapt it and tweak it slightly but i think i thought it was um a good experience far better than cancelling the evening but we know over the next few weeks we've probably got enough players to to have a full a full game going on yeah so what you, what did you learn how what what this game can do the key thing game? i think i learned was in the cash game particularly is when you'll find yourself faced facing the same opponent regularly you have to be unpredictable you cannot just play so that they know what you do you have to mix it up a little bit and even if that means sometimes you maybe not don't do the optimal thing but you keep them guessing i i think the cards fell quite well for me and that allowed i was able to do that and i profited from it but playing a lot of hands with you who we have played together a lot over the years i think that's what i learned is and also then i said well maybe i should do a little bit more of that in the bigger game and maybe that will surprise some of the people they might think i'm i never never bluff i only bet when i have it and maybe i can exploit that yeah and what i learn is when you are up for a game when you play you sit yet to be focused although you say okay what is it going to be good for my game or not and then you just you're playing now then forget about anything just you focus and what i learn in these kind of games when we are three you have to be more creative you cannot just play like mechanically and i think it, as you say you 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 can be also more creative you learn also to be more creative in a bigger game because sometimes you really need to be because especially in a game where everyone know know each other you're going to be too predictable and uh, you're going to be boring you know you don't want to be boring uh, yeah. i was accused of being boring in the last big game we had yeah. uh, because i was only betting when i had it and i i profited from it i was the, the winner on the big winner on the night but boring can be profitable however what i would say is our opponent our players who are playing more and more regularly now are getting better and they're changing and improving and i recognize that what worked against them when they started out may not work in the future and i have that's where i have to be creative and you know exploit that fact so i i think uh, that's so do, would you like to add something else only just to say if you haven't tried it yeah and you you find yourself with only three players give it a go don't cancel play the little tournament and play one hour of cash three-handed you'll enjoy it